I'd like to take a moment to let you all know about a new nonprofit organization started by my brother Craig. It's called Treats and Truth. They fill oversized brown lunch bags with snack items, chips, crackers, popcorn, cookies, etc. Also, a bottle of water, toothbrush, toothpaste, sanitary wipes, and most importantly, a small gospel tract book of John. No cigar? I'll have to talk to him about that. The bags are then hand-delivered to the homeless and people in need in and around the Los Angeles area. Let's help get this ministry off the ground. They're a 501c3 tax-exempt organization, so any and all donations are tax-deductible and greatly appreciated. Visit their website at treatsandtruth.org. Check out the show notes for the link. Also, please follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you. Welcome to episode 131 of the Burning Bush Podcast, where we share the message of the Bible while enjoying a good cigar. Hope you're doing well, and I'm glad you've joined me. Today, we're reading the New Testament book of Mark, chapter 4, with commentary from the notes in the Charles Spurgeon Study Bible, and I'm smoking the West Tampa Red San Andres Toro 6x52. Let's go to the West Tampa Tobacco website and see what they have to say. Like its predecessors, white and black, red delivers a flavor bomb with enhanced body that is a perfect addition to the West Tampa lineup. From mild to full-bodied, creamy to spicy, West Tampa now offers something for everyone. Rick Rodriguez, master blender and co-owner, is especially excited about this release. West Tampa Red gave me the opportunity to sit down with the factory and really focus on creating a blend that I enjoy. Normally, when I blend cigars, I don't blend for what I like. I blend cigars for what my fans enjoy. Red will be a reflection of what I believe is the next piece to lay in the West Tampa puzzle. A full-bodied cigar that delivers the full flavor consumers have come to enjoy from West Tampa. And it is full-bodied. Wrapper is Mexican San Andres Maduro. Binder is Nicaraguan Condega. And the fillers are Condega Viso, Esteli Viso, and Esteli Ligero. And the Vitolas are Robusto 5x50, Toro 6x52, and the Grande 6x60. That is the West Tampa Red from West Tampa Tobacco Company. So let's go ahead and get back into this week's reading of the book of Mark, chapter 4. And I'm reading from the English Standard Version, the ESV. 
And verse 1, Again he began to teach beside the sea. And a very large crowd gathered about him, so that he got into a boat and sat in it on the sea, and the whole crowd was beside the sea on the land. And he was teaching them many things in parables, and in his teaching he said to them, Listen, behold, a sower went out to sow. And Spurgeon comments on verse 3, The sower went out to sow. Every true believer should go out with this one, this one design, to scatter the good seed of the kingdom and to try to obtain for it an entrance into the hearts of their hearers. Back to verse 4. And as he sowed, some seed fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured it. And Spurgeon says on verse 4, Some seed fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured it. The sower could not help that. It was not his fault, but the fault of the hard path and of the birds. So when the word of God is denied entrance into people's hearts, the witness will not be blamed by his or her master. The fault lies between the hard heart that will not let the seed enter in and Satan who came and took it away. Continuing in verse 5, Other seed fell on rocky ground where it did not have much soil, and immediately it sprang up, since it had no depth of soil. And Spurgeon says about verse 5, It grew up quickly since the soil wasn't deep. Persons with shallow characters are often quick in receiving religious impressions, but they also lose them just as quickly. Those who are hasty and impulsive are as easily turned the wrong way as the right way. And back to verse 6. And when the sun rose, it was scorched, and since it had no root, it withered away. Other seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no grain. And other seeds fell into good soil and produced grain, growing up and increasing and yielding thirtyfold and sixtyfold and a hundredfold. And Spurgeon comments on verse 8. Still other seed fell on good ground, and it grew up, producing fruit. There were three failures, but one success, or perhaps we might more correctly say three successes. Three sorts of ground yielded nothing, but at last the sower came to a, a piece of soil that had been well prepared, and therefore was good ground that yielded fruit, though the quantity varied even there, thirty, sixty and a hundred times. And back to Mark verse 9. And he said, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. And when he was alone, those around him with the twelve asked him about the parables. And he said to them, To you has been given the secret of the kingdom of God, but for those outside, everything is in parables, so that they may indeed see, but not perceive, and may indeed hear, but not understand, lest they should turn and be forgiven. And he said to them, Do you not understand this parable? How then will you understand all the parables? The sower sows the word, and these are the ones along the path where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan immediately comes and takes away the word that is sown in them. 
And Spurgeon comments on verse 15, When they hear, immediately Satan comes. Satan is prompt. We may delay, but Satan never does. And back to Mark verse 16. And these are the ones sown on rocky ground, the ones who, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with joy. And they have no root in themselves, but endure for a while. Then, when tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately they fall away. And Spurgeon says on verse 17, They are short-lived. The sower in the parable is not blamed because his work was lacking. As the soil was so shallow, the apparent result was quick, and the disappointment was equally quick. I do trust that we will never be satisfied with temporary godliness, with slight impressions soon received and soon lost. And continuing in verse 18. And others are the ones sown among thorns. They are those who hear the word, but the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches and the desires for other things enter in and choke the word, and it proves unfruitful. And Spurgeon comments on verse 19. Other things enter in and choke the word. How can there be room for Christ in the inn when it is crowded with other guests? And back to Mark verse 20. But those that were sown on the good soil are the ones who hear the word and accept it and bear fruit, thirtyfold and sixtyfold and a hundredfold. And he said to them, Is a lamp brought in to be put under a basket or under a bed and not on a stand? For nothing is hidden except to be made manifest, nor is anything secret except to come to light. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. And he said to them, Pay attention to what you hear. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you, and still more will be added to you. For the one who has, more will be given. And from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And Spurgeon comments on verse 25, Whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. Some have been made worse by the preaching of that word that ought to have made them better. And back to Mark verse 26, And he said, The kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground, He sleeps and rises night and day, and the seed sprouts and grows. He knows not how. The earth produces by itself first the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. But when the grain is ripe, at once he puts in the sickle, because the harvest has come. And he said, With what can we compare the kingdom of God, or what parable shall we use for it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which, when sown on the ground, is the smallest of all the seeds on earth. Yet when it is sown, it grows up and becomes larger than all the garden plants and puts out large branches so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. 
With many such parables he spoke the word to them, as they were able to hear it. He did not speak to them without a parable, but privately to his own disciples he explained everything. On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him with him into the boat, just as he was. And other boats were with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat, so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And Spurgeon comments on verse 39, There was a great calm. Have any of us ever felt a great calm? It is much more than ordinary peace of mind. It is to one's heart as if there were no further possibilities of fear. One's troubles have so completely gone that such a person can scarcely remember them. There is no one but the Lord himself who can speak so to produce a great calm. And back to Mark verse 40. He said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? And Spurgeon comments on verse 41, They were terrified. They went from one fear to another, but this time it was the fear of awe, a hallowed dread of what might happen to a ship that had such a mysterious person on board. It seemed to them a fearsome thing to be in the presence of the one who had such power over the raging elements. And that's the end of today's reading in the book of Mark. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to the Charles Spurgeon Study Bible, as well as today's cigar. Also, Groundworks Ministries for daily Bible studies and devotionals. Treats and Truth Ministry, where you can get involved in helping to spread the gospel to and be a blessing to the homeless. And the Burning Bush Merchandise Store, where you can pick up some items to help spread the word about the show. And if you know anyone who needs to hear this, please let them know about the podcast and help share the message of the Bible, the hope we have in Yeshua Messiah, Jesus Christ. If you'd like to contact me, you can email me at steve at theburningbushpodcast.com, which is linked in the show notes as well. So until next time, have a great day, have a great cigar, and God bless.